welcome to Beyond the Bites. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're doing well. I hope the new year is treating you well. Anyway, so today we're going to be talking about computer science major. Okay. We're going to talk about the degree, whether or not you should stick with it if you're struggling at the moment. Okay. Um, computer science is hard. Let's just start there. Okay. It's hard. It has a lot of math, which I love, but it's still hard. Um, and it has, of course, a lot of like computer science classes, you know, which are hard and brutal, um, sometimes, but yeah, you know, um, I know people who struggle with math, but got a degree in computer science and they're doing perfectly fine. I know people who me who loved the math portions and struggled with all the computer science stuff and still did fine. Okay. That struggled, but I turned out all right. Okay. I am a great programmer now. I'm just kidding. No, I am, but I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. But anyways, let's just move on. So why do you take so many math classes? You take a lot of math classes because they intertwine. Honestly, um, I took web security whenever I was in, um, my undergrad and I saw a lot of like statistics stuff, proofs and other stuff as well. I've also taken automata and I saw like a lot of discrete math things, you know, proofs and stuff. Um, and I mean, there's like data science, which is like a perfect bridge of like math statistics, sorry, statistics and, um, computer science. So yeah, there you go. I mean, for me really throughout college, things weren't clicking and I always used to blame it on, and I still will, honestly, I blamed on the fact that I didn't start coding early. I never had that foundation. My first time coding was after high school and I was already 18. I mean, the thing is, um, computer science is not like being a ballerina. Okay. You don't have to start young. You can start whenever you want, you know, you, but it, it will help you if you start young, you know? Um, one thing is I could not carry my high school behavior to college. Okay. You can't just like ignore everything and not study as hard as you need to and just pass tests that it only worked in high school. You know, if, even for some people, it didn't work in high school for me, it did, you know, even though I did like dual, dual credit courses and stuff, it still worked. I mean, those community college classes were easy. Okay. But whenever I got into university, it was not easy. Okay. It's my, when I got my first D um, it was hard. It was hard because I was coming from a place where 92 was not even enough for me, you know? And so it was hard. I really struggled, you know, and I had teachers tell me to pick another discipline, you know, just because I asked for help and I was talking about my struggles, but I, I mean, and looking back, I kind of understand why they would suggest that I pick another discipline because maybe they just, didn't want me to struggle. Maybe I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But anyways, your girl stuck with it. She's okay. You know, we ain't had to pick no new major. We're fine. Okay. For me though, things didn't really start clicking until I did my internship. That's when I learned a new language. I learned all there is to know. Well, not all there is to know, but I learned a lot of stuff. Like I learned the basics, data structures, algorithms, you know, and I, I also learned a lot of stuff on my own, um, because I used to make programming tutorials for my nonprofit and also go to Ghana and teach it. Um, but yeah, 
So let's talk about you and let's talk about why you're pursuing computer science. Some people do it for money. They think, oh yeah, computer science, the degree will pay you well. You know, when you find a job, it will pay well. I mean, yes, and it's a respected field, okay? But let me tell you something. If you're that type of person and you're struggling right now, let me just, you know, tell you something. If it's about money, there are other disciplines out there that makes just as much money, if not more. Okay, so if it's really about money, I mean, computer science shouldn't be the choice here. You should just go higher because there are other disciplines out there that makes way more money than a computer science could ever imagine. You understand me? So just look there, right? And some people also do it because, well, we just graduated from high school and all my friends are, you know, computer science majors. And so, yeah, I'm just going to do it because we're friends and we do everything together. That is the silliest, wackiest reason I've ever heard. And you would think who would do that? It happens all the time. People go to certain universities, not because of the program they want to do, but because their friends are going and they want to stick together. People make these type of decisions because your friends are doing it and they're doing it as well. Look, college or university is like the step right before like you get into adulthood. You understand me? So essentially your degree is a ticket into the future, the ticket into adulthood, the ticket to potentially the rest of your life. You understand me? Because you're supposed to use your degree to go get a job, which I mean, you might end up doing for the rest of your life, you know, or like it might be, you might do it for a very long time in your life. So I don't understand why you will make such a crucial decision based on friends. I'm not saying ditch your friends. I didn't even apply to the same school as my friends when I was in high school because I didn't have an interest in the schools that they were picking. You need to be your own person. You need to make your own decisions. You need to do what you need to do. Stop depending on your friends' opinions and their decisions for their life to make your own decisions. It doesn't work like that. We're not going from middle school to high school here. We're going into our separate futures. And come on, like that has just got to be the dumbest reason as to why anyone would pick a degree. It, it can work, you understand me? But at the end of the day, you need to like, and I'm not talking about the people who have similar interests. I'm talking about the people who do it solely because their friends are doing it, even though they might not even have an interest in it. You understand me? That is just, yeah, I don't know what to say anymore. But yeah, you know, there are other people who also do computer science because they don't know what they, they should do. You know, I mean, for those people, I don't know. I just think you need to sit down and figure out what you need to do with your life. Um, truly, I used to take those tests online that would tell you which, um, you know, career options are best suited for you based on some questions that they ask you. Maybe you could check that out. Maybe you need to talk to a counselor. Maybe you just need to sit yourself down, do some soul searching and figure out exactly you know, or like some few options that you think would be great for you. Maybe that's what you need to do. Think about the things that interest you when you're in high school, what classes did you enjoy, you know, and also consider that the fact that you have to do this for a very long period of your life or forever. I mean, and so you said, can I deal with this? Can I do this 
for a long time you know so all of these are like things that you have to think about if you're somebody who is struggling right now because you picked a major just because you didn't know what to pick or you didn't know what to do and you just wanted to you know um try it out i do know that people who have programming experience like i'm talking about before college of course they tend to do well they do much better of course than people like myself who didn't have any computer science um, experience prior to college. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense. They've been nurtured, you know, in high school, the, the, the way that high school course would be taught, a computer science course would be taught in high school will be different than the way it would be taught in college, obviously, because it's high school and this one is college. You understand me? So it would be different. And I feel like they would take it a little bit slower so you could really understand things. It just would be better. But I didn't have that privilege whenever I was in high school because my high school did not offer it. Um, so yeah, I mean, and a lot of people don't have that privilege and for some people they might have that privilege, but they never took it. And now they're interested in computer science and they want to pursue it. I know that people who, you know, are like myself end up struggling, you know, and that's not to say that people who have prior experience do not struggle because people who have previous experience also struggle. Newcomers struggle. Everyone struggles. Honestly, if you're going to be honest, right. Um, and so if you're struggling, I think it's worth aside asking yourself why you're, um, why you picked computer science is also worth, um, asking yourself why you're struggling. Okay. And it's like, okay, if I knew why I was struggling, don't you know, but sometimes you just really need to sit down and talk to yourself. I do that all the time. And if you don't, you should get started on that because it's helpful. Okay. So understand why you're struggling. Sometimes it's the teacher. Honestly, I've had bad teachers. Trust me. I love math. And my first time that I took calculus, I struggled because the teacher just didn't care, you know, and you probably know what I'm talking about. Some teachers are tough. I had a teacher for one of my classes who wanted things to be done his way. There were other teachers that taught the course, but you know, they would teach it in such a way that if the answer is right, it's right. You understand me? It doesn't have to be his way. This teacher wanted it to be his way or no way. You understand me? It, it, it was, I don't even, man. And some teachers grade very harshly. It's like this same teacher that I'm talking about, the, the, the answer to the question can be like 16 lines. And if you get one line wrong, then everything is wrong. He does not give you answers for the parts that you got right. No partial credit here. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Or he will give you partial credit, but he will give you like, if it's out of 18, he give you one out of 18, even though you got like 17 out of the 18, right? You still get one out of it. So like some teachers are just naturally tough and they make you, they just make you feel miserable, man. And it's just like, they make it hard. You know, and sometimes you're, you're not struggling because of the content of the course. You're struggling because the teacher is hard, man, and they're not grading fairly. So you think you've gotten things wrong, but actually if it was any other teacher, honestly, and if they were being, you know, if they're going to be grading fairly and truthfully, you would see that you're actually not doing bad at all. You understand me? So sometimes it is the teacher. Okay. And another reason why you might be struggling is like, you need to ask yourself, like, are you, maybe you're skipping class. And I know this is not a big deal, but, um, in the sense that, you know, like if you were skipping class, you would just know that that is the reason, but sometimes, you know, skipping class does harm. It will harm your grade, you know, especially if you're already struggling in the class and you skip some more, 
come on, you know, it will hurt. And also not studying will, you know, really contribute to the struggle. Okay. You do need to study. Okay. And also like, are you paying attention? Some people go to class, but they don't actually like pay attention to what is being taught. Like I've seen people in class on their phone the entire time. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. Why didn't you just stay home or whatever and just text? I mean, like, why do you need to come to the classroom, wake up, drive or ride your bicycle or like whatever you need to do and get to the classroom just to text? I don't get it. Even if it's boring, I just think you should pay attention. So some people don't pay attention. So they are in the class, but they end up, you know, struggling. And I, I just... You know, and sometimes too, you have to sit down and ask yourself, like, are you struggling because of math in computer science? Or are you struggling because of like the theoretical, the theoretical aspect of it? Or are you like, what is it that is making you struggle? You know, and I feel like knowing your problem helps you to find a solution. Okay. If you don't talk about whatever is worrying you, you never find a solution to it. Okay. And so I feel like if you sit down and think about why you might be struggling, then you will know where to look for your solution. Okay. Um, I also would say that if you're struggling, you need to know, maybe you go to class, you pay attention, you have never skipped and whatever, and maybe you're not even struggling with the math. What I would tell my old self, you know, younger me would be that sometimes, and in fact, all of the time, if you're struggling really, is that class just isn't enough. You need to do some self-studying, okay? You do, you do. And I have a an episode about how to build your confidence in programming, and I think you need to check it out if you're struggling right now. Like, you do need to do some self-studying. You need to put in extra work by practicing. I can't stress how important it is to, to practice by yourself. You can't just go to school, come back and throw the backpack on the floor and just, that's it. You know, it is like, okay, it should be enough because I went to class. No, you do need to put in that extra time. Sometimes you end up having to put in like eight hours more, you know, and that's fine because at the end of the day, it's going to help you. There are online lectures on YouTube. I don't know if it's MIT or Harvard. I don't know which um, university it is, but I do know they have full length courses on, on um, I was going to say Instagram, y'all, on YouTube. And they're so helpful, okay? And so you need to check that out. You need to put in the work. You need to do some extra studying. There's Coursera. There are a lot of courses on there as well. I mean... In a lot of the languages, you can find a course on Coursera. Like if you're doing Java, you can find a Java course. If you're doing C++, you can find one, C Sharp, um, anything at all, you know? And there's also like bunch of courses on Udemy. And y'all know how I like my Udemy. It's just, I'm not sponsored by them, but I just love Udemy, okay? There's always a sale going on. And for $13, you can really get a course and you have access to it forever, you know, and it's amazing, honestly. And of course there are like tons of YouTube videos and honestly, you just need to practice. This is all about practicing and doing some self-studying or study or whatever you know, call it, you know, so you just need to put in more work. It sounds unfair, 
that you have to do more work than other people. But I mean, really, that is so, come on, just work, you know, do it for yourself. At the end of the day, if you study, you study for you. It will be tough, you know, because you might end up having to put some all-nighters, you know. You won't, actually, if, if, if you, if you put together a schedule to self-study, you won't have to pull some all-nighters, you know. But studying by yourself is very, very important. Building projects by yourself, practicing every night and every day and whenever you get time, looking over your notes, the stuff that they tell you to do that you never do. Basically, what I'm saying is you need to do them. And after you do this, if you're struggling, then I don't know. But anyway, so let's, sorry about the noise. Let's talk about the next point. The next point that I want you to think about is one-on-one tutoring. Okay. From my experience, there's always that person in the class who is super nice, is doing amazing, and is willing to spend an hour or two before or after class to explain things to you. I think a lot of times the problem is that we don't ask for help. You understand me? And so if you ask for help, I'm telling you, there's that peer of yours in class who is always willing to help. And I've gotten help that way in the past. I've also been that person who like volunteered to help people with math, you know, before, after school, you know? And so you just, it's it's just a matter of asking and mingling with people and being comfortable and asking really. Um, another thing you should consider is like joining, um, class groups on group me, honey, don't sleep on those groupies. Okay. Because they are life. Okay. People drop videos in there. I remember when I took automata and it was really tough. People were dropping different videos of different concepts and it helps. And you know, sometimes people drop resources in there. Not only that people drop like opportunities, like, uh, especially if you take like, um, a fall course, you know, when you're in recruiting season, people dropping opportunities, conferences, career, um, what is it called? I forgot what I was going to say, but they're dropping like those, um, uh, contents that are relevant to what you're studying and will help you, you know, um, Sometimes too, people talk about teachers, they'll be taking this semester or the classes that they will be taking. They talk about teachers who are easy, teachers who are hard. I mean, Hey, those groupies are life. When I tell you they really are. Okay. So you, and, and also like you, you get to, when you're in there, you get to see who is struggling. So you get to see that you're not the only one struggling and that is okay. It's normal because it's not only you who's going through this. You're not one out of 50 million people who is struggling with computer science, you know, and you also receive help. I do know that group studies or group studying can get hectic. Sometimes it can get loud and out of control, but trust me, generally they do provide help. And sometimes you can even like even when I've gone to like group meets, I have, we've broken up into like two or three people and, you know, met up, you know, and just studied by ourselves, you know, and that has worked as well. Another thing is that you should consider office hours. Honestly, I just feel like it's something that again, we sleep on, but it's so helpful. Okay. I take advantage of office hours. I go, Okay. I go to office hours because that one-on-one time, or sometimes when you go there, multiple students. And so you end up having to like share the time with them and that's fine as well because you end up, you know, getting attention and time and learning from the teacher. It being taught, you know, one-on-one or, you know, with 
three people or four people, it's much better. And you know, like it's just, you get to ask your questions. If you're a shy person you're in a class of like 50 people, so you can't ask the questions you get. My classes in, in college were always like a hundred and above. Okay. I think the smallest class would be like maybe 120 people or hundred. And so if you're shy, you going to office hours give you an opportunity to like talk to the teacher directly without worrying about what someone would say. And that is so much better, man. And I just feel like teachers are more like maybe a little bit lenient on, on students who always show up to office hours and they know that you're doing what you can to, you know, pass the class and to learn. They will always help you. Trust me, from experience, I've never met a teacher, even the, the harshest, toughest teachers appreciate the fact that you're putting in extra work, okay? Also, try TA office hours, you know? TA office hours, I like them because they're my peers, you know? They're kind of around the same age, maybe like five, usually, 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 because there's some older TAs, but generally, um, they're around the same age and, um, or maybe age group. And so like, I just feel comfortable talking to them a lot more than I am talking to teachers, you know? Yeah. And this is like generally, you know, and so you might try that as well. And they're super sent. I mean, <laughs> no, they're, they're super nice. They're super, what did I say that for? They're super nice and so helpful. I tell you, you know, so if you don't know what you're doing, you know, you're struggling, sorry for the noise again. If you're struggling, do talk to your TA. And if you don't have TA, your teacher, always has office hours. I don't know one teacher that you would reach out to and say, I would love to meet you so that I could receive some help. And they would say, no, I don't know one. Maybe there's this one, but I just don't know one personally. Okay. And I am that person who always goes to office hours. Okay. If it's 2 PM, I'm there at 1 59. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so do talk to your TAs, talk to your teachers, put them, make them do what they're supposed to do. Okay. That's what office hours are for. Put it to you. Sometimes I've visited teachers and TAs and they're like, no one ever comes to my office hours. I just sit here the whole time and just do what I want. I'm like, wow. You know, so just put it to use, honestly. Also, let me just say this, that if it is your first year and you're struggling, that you need to stick with it. You understand me? If you are struggling and it's just maybe like it's your first class or your first year, I don't really think that that is an issue because like a lot of people struggle in their first semester, the first and the, the whole year. Some people even, hey, I mean, I struggled the whole four years. Okay. So some people struggle for a much longer time and it clicks at some point. You understand me? And so if you really love it and you really want to do it still, I just think that you just should take you know, some of the advice I gave, like self-studying and going to TA office hours, one-on-one -on -one tutoring, joining groups and networking and getting to know people and asking for help and all of that. And after that, I'm pretty sure it's going to get better, you know, and you do have to do extra work. You do have to do like extra, honey. You have to study by yourself aside going to school. You have to just put in work, but at the end of the day, it will help you. You know, and you might not get everything at the first go, like things will be confusing. Even after you're doing all this, things will be confusing, but it's the consistency, the consistency, it's what is going to help you.
the consistency is what is going to really, really help you, you know? And so I think that's what you need to continue to do. You need to keep working at it. You need to keep practicing. That is very important. And closing off, I just want to say that you need to take your mental health seriously. Okay. In as much as you need to work hard and you need to do all of these things, only you know how much you can handle. Only you know how much you can take. Only you know your limits. Don't push yourself beyond healthy limits. Please don't. I know people push themselves beyond limits, but you know your healthy limit. And so don't go beyond it. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And I'll be back with another episode. Stay blessed.